often when we're side hustling, we feel this pressure to make it to full time in our business in order to see quote unquote real growth. We feel like once we can do this full time, our businesses will be real and successful and official. But I've seen more growth working just 20 hours a week than I ever did when I was working 40. And my business is no more real now than it was when I was side hustling. Your business is real no matter how many hours you're working on it each week. And for those of you that are working 40 hours in your business, maybe it's time to consider if that's really necessary, if it's even worth it. I'm going to share my story as well as some research that's been done that just might change your mind. I'm going to share some practical tips on how you can set up a schedule that will allow growth without taking up 40 hours. You're listening to episode 58 of the Chasing Simple Podcast. Let's dive in. How do I run a successful business from my home? How can I possibly wear all of the hats? Am I the only one that struggles with staying organized? What am I supposed to do about work-life balance? How can I create a solid schedule and routine? How do I even stay productive? And the biggest question of all, how do I manage it all? And can I really create a business that I love without being chained to my laptop? Welcome to the Chasing Simple Podcast, where hard conversations and actionable education meet simplicity. I'm your host, Amanda Warfield, time management coach, online educator, and crazy cat mama. My mission is to help overwhelmed biz owners get more done in less time so that they have more time and energy for what matters most. If you feel overwhelmed or occasionally lost in the roller coaster that is entrepreneurship, I want you to know that you aren't alone. Those things you're feeling, you aren't the first or the last to feel that way. The hard things you're going through, someone else has already been there too. Each week, I'll bring you transparent conversations, actionable steps, and a judgment-free community to encourage and equip you. So grab yourself a cup of coffee or whatever your drink of choice is and meet me here each week for love, support, practical tips, and advice on simplifying your biz. Let's do this entrepreneurship thing together, shall we? You've got content to create, not a lot of time. There's a grocery list to be made, a load of laundry to move through, emails to be answered, and you want to try and somehow squeeze in some time to work on that secret project. You know, the one that's going to really move the needle in your business. But you can't think of a single thing to say to your audience right now. So what's the move? Do you continue to stare at your screen, hoping and praying that some idea will magically come to you? Or do you go Google what's going on today? Maybe it's National Write a Thank You Card Day or something, and you could probably post about that, right? What if I told you that I had a better way? That I could help you stop wasting time not knowing what to post, and I could help you ensure that what you were posting would actually mean something for your audience. And not only for your social media, but for all of your content, blog posts, podcast episodes, YouTube videos, email newsletters, social media. I've got something for you that will cover it all for an entire year. And you can grab it for yourself for just $37. It sounds too good to be true, I know, but it's not. I've carefully crafted an entire year of content props for the business owner that needs a little help but doesn't want to put fluff out to her audience. One of the biggest struggles I hear from my students is that they just don't know what to say sometimes. So I wanted to create an affordable way to nip that in the bud. If you want to keep the content flowing so that you can show up consistently for your audience in a business building way, head on over to amandawarfield.com 
forward slash content prompts to grab my entire year of prompts for just $37. That's less than 12 cents a prompt to make sure that you're really pouring into your audience. So head on over and grab those prompts. And again, that link is amandawarfield.com forward slash content prompts and start simplifying your content creation today. When I first moved away from teaching and doing my business as a side hustle and then moved into working full-time in my business, I was really excited to work 40 hours a week. I was excited to have that full-time job, have my business be my full-time job so that I could make even bigger moves and I could make even more progress. While I was teaching, we got spring break and summer vacation. I had a taste of what working full-time would be like. Looking back, I thought I always made so much progress when I was working full-time. Now I have a chance to always make that kind of progress. At first, it was great. I made all kinds of progress. As time went on, working full-time became the norm. I got to this realization, I'm working a lot, but I'm not seeing that much progress. I'm also feeling really burnt out because I'm working so much. Because I'm working so much, other areas of my life are being neglected, which makes me feel even more overwhelmed and stressed and burnt out. It got to be too much. I took a step back and I realized the first 20 or so hours that I was working each week, I was super productive. The second half were not always super productive. After I ate lunch, I wasn't feeling super energetic. I didn't really want to be working all the time, even though I loved what I was doing. I finally decided if half of the time I'm working each week is super productive and half is extremely unproductive, why am I working so much? What is it actually getting me? I decided to give it a try and to shorten my hours. I figured if it's horrible and I'm not getting things done, I can just go back to working full-time again. I created a new ideal schedule, a new batch week. So I was working from about 8 a.m. to 11 each day, taking an hour lunch break. Monday afternoons, I was working because that's when I meet with clients. And then the other afternoons, I was working maybe an hour or two more after that. And that was it. I'm typically working roughly 20 to 30 hours max a week. I try to keep it around 25, but 20 to 30 hours a week. And I figured, okay, I'll shorten it. We'll see what happens. So I did. And I very quickly realized that when I shortened my work schedule, I worked smarter. I was forced to simplify and prioritize and I got more done. I knew I only had three hours a week to work on admin stuff. I had to figure out what was most important for my admin work, sit down and get it done. The same for whatever my current project is. I've got three hours a week to work on it. When you force yourself to look at it like that, you realize that that's not a lot of time, right? It can be if you're focused, you've prioritized, and you've simplified what you've got on your plate. By shortening my work week, I actually ended up getting more done. I know that there are a lot of you that listen to this podcast that are thinking, that's great, Amanda. I'm still working my full-time job, and this is a side hustle. I want this episode to encourage you that you have all the time you need. Even if you can only work 10 hours a week on your business, that is enough time for you to make progress. It is enough time for you to do your thing and to grow your business and move the needle. You've got to realize that you only have that much time, which means that you need to prioritize. You've got to get focused. What actually is going to move the needle for you? You can't do it all. You can't do best practices. So what's the best practices for you? In preparing for this episode, I did some research. I figured this can't be just a me thing. 
I can't be the only one who works better with less time. I know my husband, certainly he works four days a week, even though his days are 10 hour days, he's still working 40 hours a week. He works so much better having that smaller schedule. And so I was like, this can't be just us. I did some research and the Melbourne Institute of Applied Economic and Social Research found that cognitive performance increases up to 25 hours. After that, it begins to decline due to stress and fatigue. The most that we can really do in a week, the most we can really truly focus on any one thing in a week is 25 hours. And after that, you're so stressed because of all the other stuff you got going on, all the things that you feel like you should be getting done, but you're not because there's no way to be that productive all the time. It ends up declining anyways. What do we do with this practically? What do we do with this information? The first thing I want you to do is I want you to create an ideal schedule. Sit down and look at what you've got going on during the day. What do you have going on during the week? Set up daily themes so you always know what to work on and when. That's why I love batch scheduling so much. I know that on Mondays, I'm working on marketing and networking. Tuesdays, I'm working on content. Wednesdays, I'm working on the sisterhood and admin stuff. Thursdays, I'm working on projects. And on Fridays, I'm working on education and planning. It's the same week after week because I've created those daily themes. That helped me to prioritize, to simplify, decide what is actually going to move the needle the most. Once you create that ideal schedule, I want you to get very clear on what your goals are and make sure to keep them in front of you at all times. Get really clear. What are you trying to accomplish and how do you move the needle to reach those goals? What actions are actually going to help you get there? Not every action is going to move the needle as much as the next. Honestly, you could be doing actions that move the needle, but if it's not moving your needle towards the goal, it doesn't mean anything, right? So get really clear. What are your goals and what do you need to do to reach those goals? And keep them in front of you at all times. For me personally, I have a whiteboard up in my office that has my five goals for the entire year for the business. Five goals. Every time I look up, I see those five goals written out and it keeps me focused on track and it keeps me moving towards those things. So what can you do? Maybe you just put a post-it note on your laptop. That works too. You don't have to go out and buy a whiteboard just because that's how I do it. Put those goals in front of you so they're always focused on moving towards that specific place. And then I want you to decide how much you actually want to work. How much time do you actually want to spend on your business? When do you want to spend working? What times of day? What days? A lot of times we say, okay, well, I'm just going to work when I can squeeze it in, or I'm just going to work when I can, or I want to work this much, but I don't really know when I'm going to work. I've got a million things going on and it's a bottom priority. Instead, set up your days so that you know this time is devoted to this thing. That way you're not feeling pulled in a million directions. You know when you're working on which thing. You know that from 8 to 10, that's your work time. From 10 to 12, that's your time to deal with the house. When you have dedicated times for things, it makes it so much easier to get that done. Decide how much time you want to work. Decide when your work times will be. After you've got those boundaries in place, that's when you're going to decide what your to-do list should actually look like. You know, I'm going to work this many hours. I'm going to work these days at these times and on 
these days and these times. This is what my schedule looks like. These are what my batch days look like. Then you say, in this theme day, what do I need to be focused on? What do I have to prioritize? In this theme day, what do I need to prioritize? And so on and so forth. So again, those practical steps that I want you to take, create an ideal schedule, get really clear on what your goals are, and then decide how much time you actually want to spend working and when you'll work. That's your action step for this week, my friend. Create your own ideal schedule and start blocking out when you'll work. Then figure out what you'll do when. You don't need to work 40 hours a week. You don't need to work any certain numbers of hours. Whatever works best for you is enough to move the needle and be productive if you spend focused time working. I hope that this episode was encouraging for you, especially for those of you that are side hustlers. This week's book recommendation is So You Want to Talk About Race. I cannot pronounce her name at all, and so I'm not even going to say it because it'll just be rude um, if I butcher it as completely as I know I will. I will link to the book in the show notes. I highly recommend it. I know that for me personally, I want to be more of an ally, but I never feel like I know what to say. This book really helped open my eyes to how I can have these conversations how to draw people into these conversations so that they're productive. I highly recommend this book. If that is something that you also want to be better about is being a better ally and actually speaking up and not just sitting back and watching, I will link to that in the show notes if you want to check it out. And until next time, I hope that you will go out and uncomplicate your life and biz. Thank you so much for joining me here today, friend. If you loved this episode, it would mean the world to me if you'd leave a rating and review. This is a great way to help spread the word about this podcast and help other wonderful women like yourself find it. You can find this episode show notes as well as tons of other great resources over at amandawarfield.com. And if you aren't following me on Instagram yet, I'd love to connect with you over there. I'm at Mrs. Amanda Warfield. Shoot me a DM and tell me what you loved most about this episode. Thanks for being here, friend. I'll see you next time.